0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to Hashtag Just Living Life. I'm your host, that always says the most, Alicia. So, welcome back everybody. I hope you are all having a great day, or evening, or afternoon, or week, or month, or year, what have you. It doesn't really matter. I just hope that you guys are feeling good and inspired, because I am. And today, we're going to be talking about Hashtag Inspired. All right, so in my last uh, episode of hashtag unemployment, I told you guys that I am navigating the realms of unemployment um, and also happen to be very brokenhearted because the guy that I love happens to no longer love me. Woo, yay, awesome! So I needed a little inspiration on navigating that area because although it's not new to me, me and this person, we have been off and on for the last seven years of life and we are officially 100% off permanently. And it's very hard for me to deal with because there's so much history and there's so much time invested. There is so many things um, about said situation that it's just hard. Let me take you back, take you all the way back to the very beginning. I have known of said person since I was 13 years young, and I am currently 25, so, you know, pretty much half my fucking life. And I have liked him for a long, long time. And I entered high school once. Well, you know, obviously. And when I was a freshman, he was a junior. And I would just see him in the halls. And he was really tall. And he had this really distinctive walk about him. And I would just freak out every time I saw him. I was like, oh, God. I just, oh, what I would do for him just to notice me. And uh, once, we actually, the only conversation that we ever had in high school, was a day that he wore a suit because he had an interview for a job and he actually currently still works at that company he's been with this company i believe for such for several several years um anyways beside the point uh we're not gonna give him any accolades okay no kudos is over there he sucks but anyways he had on a suit and i went up to him and i said "Ooh, you're looking sharp and I uh, took my pointer finger and I ran it down his sleeve and I was like, oh gosh, you cut me with how sharp you are. And that was the one and only time that we ever actually talked in high school. I thought I was so clever, like 14, 15 year old me was like, oh girl, you, you clever with that line. Like, look at you over here. You're just a master at flirting, ma'am, like do it more. Anyways, he went off and graduated, and that was that. And then I went on to like a many, 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 many men. I happen to be a boy crazy, as they would say. I put that in quotations. Still am. Haven't learned. Um, And then fast forward, I had a Facebook. I no longer have a Facebook. And he had a Facebook. And he liked all of my pictures one day. And I was like, this guy's liking all of my pictures. What's up with that? So I messaged him like, yo, why are you liking all my pictures for, because I was really suspicious, very paranoid. And he was like, I'm trying to like flirt with you, duh, I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> and that's all you have to say in that case. Hi, how are you? How are you doing there? And then, uh, he came to my college apartment and we hung out and then, ba-bam, love, love was established. Um, other things were also established, like the fact that he had an entire, uh, separate girlfriend that he lived with that he did not disclose to me at any time during our relationship. And the fact that his friend, um, came to me and said, Hey, you know what? You're too good for him. Let me tell you, the guy is, has, you're his side chick. Okay. And I was like, what? Um, so yes, anyways, besides that point, like I said, he is trash and we hate him. Well, we don't hate him, we just very much so dislike him a lot, with like a burning passion that runs deep into the core of the earth. Okay, it's burning. Anyways, we dislike him, and we, even though we dislike him, we still love him. We still have a lot of love for him. He was the first and only man. Um, that I like truly, truly loved. I did have another relationship where I was like growing to love the person. But it wasn't on the same level of love as... as um, let's call him Carl. As Carl. Okay? And... The love that I have for Carl is a love that I've never experienced before him or after him. And I really do hope that... <laughs> I will experience Carl level of love again in life. But if not, that's fine. I'll just get 15 cats and that's enough. That's enough love for me to replace Carl's love. But yes, uh, recently we actually had gone back together. We were exploring each other. Um, he's had a lot of things. And, uh, and, and now we're not talking. So <coughs> I will say that carl did mature enough to offer me apologies and to tell me the truth finally about how he feels and how he feels he's treated me which it's safe to say from his own mouth he's also agreed that he has not treated me like he ever cared about myself about my person Cause I was like, you know, like you don't treat me that well. Like I treat you the best, but like, you don't really treat me that well. Like, do you think you treat me that well? Cause you don't. And he was like, you know, nah, I don't think I do. I'm like, wow, thanks. Put that in the press. Uh, run it. We're going to put that on the front page of the New York times, Washington post, all of it. He said he doesn't treat me well. He knows it. He knows it. Confession. Um, and then after that conversation uh, we just never spoke again and that happened maybe a couple of months ago I haven't been keeping track um, of time because I don't know Um, but within that time I have been wanting to reach out to him very much so and I've been needing something to help me not do it. My friends, my family, everyone's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. He doesn't care about you. Will, will you get it through your head? If you've seen Bird Box, you know, the, uh, the scene where like the crazy guy, oh, by the way, spoilers, full blown spoilers. If you haven't seen Bird Box, sorry. Anyways, there's a scene in the movie where like the crazy guy gets in the house and he has the old woman in the window. He's like literally prying her open her eyes and he's like, look, that's how I feel that my friends and family feel like he doesn't care about you. Look with your eyes, damn it. And I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to see it. I don't, I don't. But whatever. I see it. I see it. Don't worry, everyone. I absolutely full blown see it. This is hard to erase love and I've been needing a lot of inspiration lately to uh, help me over this hurdle of being able to move on with this chapter of my life, close it, seal it, throw it away, set it on fire, whatever, get rid of it completely and just move on and be better and do better. Because in my last episode, I said that insanity is doing the same things over and over and over again, expecting different results. I have tried this relationship, us, in quotes, thing at least five times. We break up, we don't talk for a year, we get back together, we talk, we decide we're gonna just be friends, and then we don't talk again, and then we get back together, and then we talk, and it's exhausting, really in all honesty. It's exhausting. And I am in a place where I'm 25, I have time on my hands to really explore myself and explore my needs and wants, and I had the ability to explore, was he giving me what I needed, and was he giving me what I wanted? And Carl came out to not giving me, not only what I wanted, but he also didn't give me what I needed. He didn't supply me with the things that I would say are a need, from a significant other so why do i want him doesn't make any sense so like i said we've closed the book we've had, we, we ripped that chapter out of the book we didn't even want, we, didn't want. We, we actually decided we're in a whole new book like we're not we're not even the same library okay like that book's in that library and we're in like the library of chicago or whatever like we we're not even we're not even the same state like our libraries are so far away from each other but when I'm watching romantic comedies or I'm seeing people look all happy, holding hands, kissing and shit, I'm like, oh uh, uh, look at you, you're happy, in your perfect relationship. And then I feel the urge to call him. And you know what I do? If you're like me and you're having a similar issue and you're trying to figure out how to get over a broken heart, A, it takes time. I've come to the conclusion of that. It will just take time. But when you feel like reaching out to this person or calling them or stalking them on social media A, I deleted I deleted him out of everything. I deleted the pictures of him in my phone. I deleted him from social media that I have which I don't have much. I made it so that I can't check on him and he can't check on me. I've Blocked his phone numbers and deleted them out of my phone. I don't even, I never remembered them, even though he had the same numbers like for life and never memorized them. And I wanted to make sure that he has no way to contact me. I even blocked his email because the last way, the last time that we got back in contact was through an email. He actually emailed me because he wasn't able to get in contact with me any other way um but even even his email is blocked and at this point I've decided I will move on from him I've made up my mind I'm gonna move on and I'm gonna make sure that there's no way that he can contact me the only way that he can contact me is if he sees me face to face and I make sure that that is impossible We do happen to live literally two minutes away from each other, so we may or may not run into each other. That's an obstacle, like, that's something I just can't wait, whatever. He bought a house near my house, so, yeah. Also, I lived here way before he lived here, and he could have bought houses anywhere else, but he didn't. He bought a house literally, like, in the same neighborhood of my house, so it's kind of like, why would you do that? Like, I'm trying, okay, cool. Anyways, like I said. Step 1, at least for me, is just purge. Purge everything. Purge it all. Purge gifts, purge memories, pictures, everything. Just get it out of your system. So I've purged. I've already gone through my purging phase. And then after that, it's I go into this like no boy phase, like because if I do decide to date, the times that when we have broken up, I always, like, end up comparing my date to him. And he wasn't even a stellar human being, to be honest. Really, he really wasn't. But he somehow, like, he entranced me. He he just got me to fall for his, like, wicked spell of evil and despair. Anyways. So, I'm in, like, a no-boy phase. Like, I don't even want to talk to dudes. Or guys or what have you I don't want a significant other I just want to heal and sometimes in the middle of healing I watch romantic comedies and I automatically think of him sometimes lately I've been having dreams and I think of wild scenarios or how we'll bump into each other and I'll look fantastic like I don't wear t-shirts every day and I just, for some reason, this scenario, I'm just like a fashionista, and just my hair is just blowing in the wind, and I just look absolutely fantastic, and I'm like, oh, it's you, Carl. Hi, how are you? Actually, I'm, I'm married to an astrophysicist, so ha <laughs> too late for you. Um, and that's never gonna happen, so I don't even know why my brain allows me to think of these silly scenarios, but... Sometimes that happens and then immediately I'm like, I want to call him. And I have found the get over your ex because he sucks inspiration. And that is in the form of Lizzo. If you haven't heard of who Lizzo is, you're sleeping, okay? You slept. You need to wake the fuck up. Lizzo is amazing. I just saw Lizzo's MTV performance and it gave me absolute life. And I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. I'm gonna walk my fine ass out the door because he don't love me no more. Okay? Like, you know what? I'm gonna do my hair toss. I'm gonna check my nails. Ooh, they need to get done. We're gonna get them done and then we're gonna check them again. And we're just gonna do us because I'm feeling good as hell. Okay? I just took a DNA test and it turns out I'm 100% that bitch, okay? Like, I don't play tag, bitch, I've been it. So, ha-ha, ha-ha, ha-ha. When I feel at my lowest, and I feel like I'm gonna cave, and I'm gonna write him a letter, and I send it in the mail, and just like, look, I'm, I wanna contact you, I wanna try again. Then I put on Lizzo, and I'm like, hell, hell, nah. Fuck that, fuck that guy fuck that guy, fuck that guy, fuck him, fuck him. And then I feel so inspired to do better, to do me, to be the feminist that I am, to live the life that I'm supposed to live because I don't need him. I don't need anybody. The only person I need is myself and I just need myself to be in my best that I can go off and achieve all the things that I want to achieve in my life that guy has held me back while I was putting in so much to help uplift him I did not uplift myself I let myself down I held myself back so that he can move forward and what kind of relationship is that why be with someone where you can't succeed together at the same pace at the same rate I don't want that anymore I was young, I was stupid. It was my first fucking relationship. I knew no better and now I do and now I know what I want and I want I want me to be the best version of myself. and I don't need a man to achieve that. I don't need a significant other to achieve that. I have myself and that's all I need. And that's what Lizzo is teaching me. When I need a fucking confidence boost, I just throw on a little bit of Lizzo. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm a fucking bitch. Yes. Let me go ahead and get my life together. Because you know what? I am that bitch. And I don't fucking need him. And I don't fucking need anybody. Because I'm that fucking bitch. And I will always be that bitch. And I have always been that fucking bitch. I just didn't know I was. And he was lucky to fucking have me. Because you know what? He doesn't deserve someone like me. He doesn't deserve that bitch girl. And I am that bitch. And I have been that bitch. And I always will be that fucking bitch. Because that shit's in my DNA. So, all I'm trying to say is for anyone going through a breakup or moving past something that broke your heart, you will get through it. Give it time. You will come out stronger than you ever were before and put on a little fucking Lizzo. When you feel down, blast a little Lizzo. When you feel sad, blast a little fucking Lizzo. When you feel like you're just gonna fall apart, no, no, you will not. You will not fall apart. Because you took a DNA test and it turns out you're 100% that bitch and you will be that bitch and you will pick your ass up off the ground and you will go be that bitch don't ever let anyone control your emotions or how you see yourself you are you you are the only person in this world that is you you're unique and you bring something special to the table that no one else ever can And you remember that. And you move on past whatever the fuck people have said about you. Whatever the fuck your significant other might have said in an argument. Fuck all that bullshit. Bullies, fuck them. That's what you say. Fuck them. Because you're the shit. And you've been the shit. And you always will be the shit. And you're that motherfucking bitch. And you don't need anybody else. The only person that you need is yourself. And the only opinion in this world that matters is yours. So use that voice in your little head and make sure that it's amping you up and that it's telling you that you're the fucking shit and that you're great and that you're going to go off and do amazing things and you're going to be that fucking bitch because you are and you will.